You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just Tip Off, the NBA podcast that is four games late to the NBA playoffs. I think I think we're like fashionably late. Like we're still in the first round, but you know we didn't really. Everyone knows game four is when you really got to show up. That's like, true. It's it's That's... now's when the playoffs really start. Yeah, it's like what do they say in the NFL season? The season doesn't start till October or something like that. You know it. People are like the regular season doesn't even matter. Hey man, the first three games of the uh, playoffs don't even matter. We're just ta- we're on. A- yeah, we're a progressive, we're a progressive podcast here. I <laughs> know uh, we uh, got a little busy with things, and when I wasn't busy, you were busy, and that just oh, seemed course. to how it goes. So we're about four to five games late, depending on what series you're watching. We've got the Boston Nets Game 4 going on right now. The Game 4 of Philly-Toronto just tipped off, and we have Game 5 of the Utah-Dallas series tonight. Um, We'll kind of just do a little breakdown of what's happened so far and what we expect for the rest. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and and then uh, kind of tell you what we expect to see for the rest of each series. So where do you want to start, Mason? Um... I'm feeling like we start easy and work our way into the more challenging of series, which luckily we have a little bit of foresight to see which, uh, or hindsight to see which ones those are. Yeah. Um, I think the quick hitters, surprisingly, could be the Nets-Celtics game that we're currently yeah. watching right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll start, we'll start there. I think that... Yeah, let me just ask you this. Before, you know, before we have the benefit of hindsight, uh, is this how you thought this series was going to go? No. No, no. I I think you would have thought that a pairing of Durant and Kyrie could at least get a game. That there would be a night when they were both shooting well, or Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown were having an off shooting night. But it just hasn't gone that way. The Celtics have kind of out grinded and out, you know, hustled. Kind of, they're, they're I mean, they're playing some good defense right now, and they got Robert Williams back for tonight's game and. It's it's like the Celtics don't have enough. It's like they're missing a piece. And I, I mean, Celtics I don't know. The, I, Nets? The, the Nets. But I don't know like who they have on their roster who could <laughs> possibly be that missing piece. James Harden? Well, you know. And I mean, well, we it's you know, we could talk about the Ben Simmons thing for days oh, and days and days. You know, there's there's a, reports of it's it's the mental side of getting back into the game. There's reports it's his back. We're not players. We're not Ben Simmons. We can't know what's going on. But it from an outside perspective, perspective, it follows the Ben Simmons course. It just kind of like Woodgate kind of gave up on LSU in college. Gave up on the 76ers and didn't really put a whole lot of focus into improving aspect. Hasn't put a lot of focus into improving aspects of his game that he could have, and. He's got traded, and he might have a back injury. He might. And I, you know, we, we're we not here to say whether he does or whether he should be playing or not. Uh, if you're sick, if you're a Nets fan, you'd like to see him playing. But it kind of fits the bill for what we've seen so what far. For, right? Yeah, I mean, my God, the guy hasn't played in a game this season, and he's, you know, he's made $20 million out of it, so... That's not too shabby. I mean, definitely kind of. Was... You know, I can do that. <laughs> There's not many things that happen in the NBA where I can be like, I can do that, but I can sit on a bench. Look like a bag of Skittles. <laughs> look like a bag of Skittles and make $20 million. Oh, man, no. 
we give him a lot of shit. It definitely is one of those things where I guess we don't know the full scope of things. And honestly, mm-hmm. maybe it really just didn't make sense for him to come back midway through a series. Maybe he really wasn't ready for game one or even playoff ready. Like, coming off of an entire, it is damn near one year removed uh, from him playing his last game. And no matter what, how much ramp up work you do in, in practice or one's on, one on game, one, two on two, game five speed's on five, different. Exactly, and not having any coming into that cold turkey, man. Ah, are you even going to be a net positive for your team? I think the Nets ideally would have liked to have him back for that last little bit before the playoffs, because then it's like those are games where, well, I guess they. I usually in the past they've been games where they're like, oh, you know who really cares? But the Nets were in that playoff playing battle, so those games mattered a little more than they did last year for the Nets. Um, So. But I mean, so let's we can I mean we can discuss Ben Simmons for a while, but let's look at the Nets where they're at right now. Down three and it down three oh, and frankly, Durant and Kyrie one of them's had a bad night each night, and Jason Tatum is making it very hard on Kevin Durant right now, and they're just not getting it done. And I mean me, I mean, you could point maybe a lack of leadership on that team because the previous teams they had been on, like LeBron was the guy with Kyrie in Cleveland, and you can argue Draymond was more the guy in Golden State in terms of leadership on the team. And you look at the roster, and it's like, who is it? It's not on really Nets, Durant. Yeah. yeah, it's not Kyrie. It's not going to be Ben Simmons. You know, are the Nets looking at this and thinking, maybe we should have kept Harden? I mean, they're going by committee. It has its benefits. You, you never really have to worry about the those inflated egos maybe coming at each other and like who's the top dog and whatnot. But for the Nets, I feel like they had the same problem that the Toronto Raptors did before they got. Even after, no, I'm, I'm sorry, not the Toronto Raptors, the LA Clippers. Um, leadership, having the the guy, which Kawhi and Paul George both looking at each other like, dude, you're the guy, right? Or is that you? The Nets kind of have a similar mentality in my mind where like. Kyrie and, and Kevin, they can do it, but the supporting cast around them is looking at them like they're the guy, and they're looking at the rest of the team like, no, we're the guy. Like, we're the team. This is us. Um, I, I don't know. I think, like, Kevin Durant has had absolute hell to play through this this series. Just he's getting the brunt of everyone's attention. Kyrie almost got him that game in game one when Kevin was having his bad first mm-hmm. of uh, three bad nights. Uh, even when... He's been able to be more uh, effective on offense. He's still not shooting like Kevin Durant is shooting. He's having one of the worst playoffs uh, series of his career. Uh, what uh, I should what lends to his talent is his ability to create for others, though, and his assists have been staying steady and even increasing as the series has gone on because he's realizing I can't just force it. I gotta I gotta make it work for my teammates. So mm-hmm. um, even. Still coming up short, it's it's something you would like to see. Is like, oh no, he's still just going, you know, three for three for twelve or uh, freaking six for six for twenty four in a, in a in a game. That's that's not good with not really, get, like two or three assists. Yeah, but he's he's get getting double, almost double digit assists. Um, yeah, I think you just expected a team with who else? Who who needs to be the number three guy? Let's take Ben Simmons out of the equation. He's not ready. You got Kyrie and Kevin as one and two. Who's three? It, it kind of feels like it has to be Seth Curry. Yeah. Um, I don't think you, you can't really like rely on any of the bigs. I mean, you do have a former all-star in Drummond, 
but I just think he's he's a he's tough he's he's kind of a tough fit with the rest of the guys. Um, you not maybe not Bruce Brown, although he did have a good game. You don't have Joe Harris, so I, th- I think the guy. That's a I, tough one. Yeah, I think I think it's Seth Curry. I think he's got. I mean, he's got to be hitting them from deep. Yeah, you got to hope that all the Celtics' attention goes on to Kyrie and Durant, and that he starts knocking down shots. Because otherwise, they've always got a big on the floor, and none of those bigs could shoot yeah. at all. Nick Claxton, man, yikes. Yeah, just broke Shaq's record for most consecutive missed free throws to start an NBA playoffs at nine straight. Yikes. So, well, that shooting thing is not not, and it's it's tough for the Celtics because you know there's only one center on the Celtics who can't shoot. Robert Williams, Tice can shoot, and so can Horford. All three of the centers for Brooklyn can't shoot. Yeah. So you said it was tough for Boston. It was tough for Brooklyn. You yes. Right? Yeah. 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 So that's well. Let's give some credit to Boston over here too. Which coming into the playoffs, this team was hotter than the sun when mm-hmm. it comes to offense and defensive yeah. ratings. And, and you got you got you get DPOI defensive player, player of the year, year Marcus Smart Marcus on Kyrie. Smart, Rudy Gobert punching the air right now. Which I, you know you know my feelings on Rudy Gobert. We're not going to hash that one out here, but. Um, <laughs> Defensive of the player of the year, Marcus Smart, excellent perimeter. First guard defender. since Gary Payton. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but you got to give it. This is one of the more well-rounded teams that I've seen in the playoffs since. I mean, they're not the Spurs yet, but or some I mean, of those Warriors teams. Some of those, even but, some of those Warriors teams had multi-time All Stars on them. Right now, these guys have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown Brown's got an All Star, right? I don't know. I, don't, I would check that one. If he does, it was definitely a uh, reserve role. replacement yeah. guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not trying to denigrate from Jalen Brown, but... Oh, Nick's Claxon, another free throw attempt. Here we go. Uh, 0 for 10. Oh. 0 for 10. All right, keep going. Keep the train rolling. But, yeah, no, that's... Uh, the Boston Celtics have been a surprise to me, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, they. Do you think they're going? Uh, they're on. They're they're on the uh, the the good old Trailblazers post All Star break train right now. Yeah, yeah. It is offic- That that train is officially pulled out of Portland and it's landed in Boston. Apparently, <laughs> just can't be stopped. I don't know. I don't know if Amtrak goes that far east, but you know. Do we want to talk second round or make our way through the first? Let's just go through the first because we still got. You know, there's a couple. I mean, there's still the second round isn't over yet and they still got quite a few other games that are in more tight series i would say the next do you want to stick with one side well, let me ask you this or do you want to go to the next the obvious Boston, one brooklyn matchup is it over tonight is this it i think it is boston and four right now we got boston up nine six minutes to go in the in the third quarter now the nets can get hot and they could go you know on, on a run but I, I, I think it's, I think, I think, I think we're getting the brooms out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this would be the only sweep of the playoffs. If it happens. If yeah. it happens. Yeah. If it happens. Bringing us to the next one where it was getting close, but they pulled out last night. Golden State versus the Nuggets going into the West Coast. Yep, there. it was, uh, it was three zero, and Will Barton. Funny enough, I don't know if you saw this set. I think. That it is the Nuggets are the only team in the NBA to only have one player averaging more than 15 points per game this season. 
Jokic is the only one on that team who's averaging more than 15 a game, I think. Oh, my God. And Barton is the other one at, like, 14. Put your MVP <laughs> discussions away. That is the only... No, the no Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr., and he is the... Argument you need. Yeah, and they're they're in a hole. Will, I mean, Will Barton hit a good shot to this get a, them the yeah. win, la- to, to prevent... Prevent the sweep and, and put the gentleman's sweep in play. Unfortunately, the MVP, regular season MVP doesn't do you much in the playoffs. Yes, and I honestly I don't see them coming all the way back because I because I just I don't as we said coming into the playoffs the, the Nuggets are kind of on house money here because yeah. of the injuries and if I were the Nuggets you no know you know it's oh Michael Porter Jr. could play Joel Murray could play don't even bother. They don't could. don't risk coming back from anything, and may, maybe that's the same idea with Ben Simmons as well. Don't risk anything coming back if it's probably not going to happen. There's just not enough for Denver right now, and the Warriors are playing really well. They're starting to find their flow with all the all with all the new pieces. Well, I guess new, but with Clay back and everything. Because as soon as Clay got back, Draymond got hurt, and when Draymond got back, Steph got hurt. So they haven't played a lot of minutes. The only they're playing really well. The only thing I have to say is like, can we relax on the death lineup? Talk. They played five minutes. Yeah, they outscored their opponent by like fourteen, but like they played five minutes of Jordan Poole, Draymond, Wiggins, Clay, and Curry all together. Like, let's relax on the death lineup talk. We had a season of it before we called it last time, and we played five minutes of it, and we're calling it the death lineup again. So quick, man. Like, so pump the brakes. You're playing a Nuggets team with one guy. This is the death lineup. 2.0. Like, I'm sorry that the Nuggets just really aren't like that big stalwart of a defensive team, especially guarding the guards. There's not a lot of good guard defenders on the Nuggets. Like best <laughs> players playing against Kevon Looney and Draymond Green. Come on. Yeah. It's just... So, I mean, I think... I think the Warriors are dangerous. I think they for sure can make the NBA Finals, especially if they're shooting well. And and if Poole, Jordan, if Poole keeps playing this well, then you don't even need Clay or Curry to go off, both to go off on any given night. Because he could step in, too. He's been playing really well. Jordan Poole is looking like Stephen Curry reincarnate, man. He's just taking all of his tips, tricks, and... Took, little... t- like Curry, took a little bit. Took took a year or two yeah, to get into yeah. the flow. I mean, but he's been progressing unbelievably. He's taking those shots. He's got that same swagger. He's he's, he's going to be a problem, man. He's going to be a problem. This, this Warrior so. te- Warriors team is going to be a problem. I was listening to the radio this morning, and someone is like, guess who the new... Odds on favorite to win the title is or whatnot, and he's going through teams, going through teams, and the last team he says, which was the correct answer, the Warriors. He's like, oh, I, you know, I forgot about the Warriors. Like injury ridden couple seasons, and you just forget about them, <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, shit, right. Right. that they're still a good team. So like, I thought we were done with this. No, no, we are not. A little, uh, they were we are not. You know, little, what <laughs> the were they? Chamber for a couple yeah, what, what do they call it in the NFL? Or a rebuilding year or something like that? They did it perfectly. Two years down? I mean, not even two years. And, I, mean, like, I, and, I guess two years, yeah. And you, and, you know, there's still questions about the Warriors, too, for their future. Yeah, you got these guys. The Kaminga's starting to play some more minutes and was playing more minutes in another season. And what the hell's going on with James Wiseman? I know he's been out with injury, but, you know, who knows what that growth and development would have been like for him in, turn, in the game. So... Unfortunately, for people who 
you know, <laughs> like parody. <laughs> Looks like the Warriors are going to be good still for... On the up, man. Yep. Still on the up, yep. still, still in our lives. So they're going through. Uh, I'd, I'd say I'd be absolutely shocked if the Nuggets get another one on the Warriors. I agree. So, Especially because they're going back to Golden State exactly. for so Game 5. Probably threw on that one, but then now yep. we're getting a little bit more uh, a little bit more interesting. Still not, uh, not quite as... Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I think there's there's two more matchups that I, that I are kind of fit. I think and there's both. I think that both of them are in the East. It's Toronto, Philly, and yeah. it's Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee Chicago, nope, which are both three ones. I'm going Miami versus the Hawks. That's also. Three one. I think that one. And you think that you think that one's the least? The okay. Least competitive of those other two that you made. Yeah, I agree. Did you see like the Trey Young stats? They're ridiculous. Like twenty turnovers. Yeah. Only I, twenty assists. Only twenty made shots through four games. Yeah. They're the Heat are shutting his ass down. Heliocentric team getting shut down because the entire team knows what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, in like. Bogdanovich is playing well. I think Clint Capella's injury hurts him a little bit in terms of yeah. just just getting more boards because you're just giving the Heat more chances at the at, at the basket. Um, but it's I mean the Heat are a good defensive team. Whichever Miami and Boston are on the are on opposite sides, and so that means for whoever wins those other series, they've got a significant uptick in the defense they'll be playing against in the next oh, yeah. round. Whether that is Boston, Chicago, whether that is Philly, Toronto. Whichever Milwaukee. one it is, well, yeah, uh, Milwaukee, yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be easy. No, no, I think it, especially with a couple of those teams that you just named, it's going to get really dicey depending on the injury concerns that they've had to face. But yeah. focusing just on Miami right now, I guess defense is good. Jimmy Butler's playing well. He, he's a playoff guy, man. He he shows up for the regular season when he has to, takes his time, um, and boy, did we not. I mean, I'm just the Heat do not get talked about enough, and there's a reason for it. Players that do play are not flashy names, unless it's you're talking about Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Those are three guys all missed significant portions of the season this year, and yet. Still the number one seed in the East. In a year where the East was arguably more competitive than the West. How do they do that? How do they do that, Nathan? Uh, Guys like I, I, th- I, think they, I think they were just they were just consistent. You know, sure they fluctuated in and out of the top here it's, and it, here and there, but like if you think of like the teams kind of coming down the stretch, Boston, who's the two seed, climbed yeah. to get there. Philly kind of climb, Toronto climb, Milwaukee just kind of Rest. like not f- like they flatline. Like they're like not that they were okay with 500 ball, but I think Miami was able to just play, you know, f- almost kind of 500 basketball because Milwaukee did, and then the rest of the teams were having to climb up the standings. So I think they were just kind of able to. I think they were pretty much just like holding serve. All right, you know, we win the games we should win. Maybe we lose a couple of these games. Maybe we win a couple of those ones that are like the 50-50 games. But I think really what they did is they beat who they were supposed to beat. And if you do I'm that, still if not, you I'm do still that, I get the answer I want to hear. 
How did they do that? How did Eric they stay Spolster, first? Eric Spolster, man, the only guy who's played every all 82 games this season. Eric Spolster's the coach. I know. He's been there every fucking game putting out guys like Gabe fucking Vincent and... Marcus uh, Struess. Max Struess. Max, Max Struess, yeah. And no shade on these guys, but who the fuck are they? There's no reason why these guys should be going out there and getting dub after dub after dub to be first in the East yeah. over teams like Chicago, which did, granted fell off. Milwaukee. I mean, there, 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 there's a train of them just two games back, though. Like it's That's fair. But they, this uh, is, they didn't I, I, just have it for a few weeks. They had it yeah, for but an extended I, period. You, you're making season. it sound like they blew the shit out of the East in terms of how far they were ahead. They were just barely ahead of three other teams. I'm, so I, I, I think I it's – congrats, congrats. You finished a little stronger than everybody else, but pretty much they're all on the same level. Like that's kind of how – that's many, more how I how see it. How many all-stars did they have, dude? Jimmy One. Butler. One. They had Bam. Jimmy Butler, and I don't even think he got an all-star vote because he didn't play enough games. I want to say that if they were to win this year, they would be the first team since the 2004 Pistons to win a chip without a single all-star. And again, I think Jimmy Butler may have gotten his nod just in the injury called out, whatever. But didn't have that great – like he, he had an okay season for the regular season. He did fine. Um, but, man, I just can't sing the praises of Eric Spolster. He should be, he should be coach of the year. In my mind. And they're they're going to give it to Monty Williams. He had the best record. And did he get it live to Monty Williams for the last no. year? No, <laughs> Tom, Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau. They're going to they're gonna give it, they're gonna give it to him because they should have probably given it to him last year. Yeah, that was a freaking duff of a So, yeah. that's what they're going to do. I think this series is over because it is, is also going back to Miami, right? Yeah, they've played four games. So, I think I think that's over. Maybe the Hawks steal Game Five. What are the? Uh, but yeah, I just don't think so. I think they're they're shutting down Trey Young so well, and the Hawks just they just they they haven't had to play like that all season, where everyone else has to do enough. Yeah, Bogdanovich is about the only one who's try, who's doing more to try to make up for it. Everyone else is like staying on par with what they're normally doing. Yeah. And when Trey Young is that far under what he usually does it's just not gonna happen it's nothing that's the you not shut him down you shut the team down yep um, so that one feeling pretty uh pretty confident that one's probably out of reach which one are which one do you think is more out of reach toronto philly or milwaukee chicago toronto philly i think toronto philly is more done yes okay all right toronto philly philly up 3-1 I think they're Toronto's Toronto's got some injuries. Um, Scotty Barnes hasn't played. Rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes hasn't played. He Gary played last game, I think. Did he, Gary Trent Jr. has not been good. No, he's been. And he's run. been he's been hurt. I think he missed the one game one. Um, Siakam just went off in their one win. And Sixers haven't played well. I, Harden's not played well. No, no. Harden's not playing well. Tyrese Maxey has been the story of Philadelphia, even over Embiid, I'd say, right now. Embiid hit that big game winner Mm -hmm. the night, but Tyrese Maxey has really stepped up and kind of not replaced James Harden, but been like, all right, Harden's getting like 17 points a game. So there's Maxey who goes off for 30. Don't forget about Toby Harris. Toby, Tobias Harris, man, has been 
consistent. I won't say amazing, astounding. A hundred and twenty-five million dollar a year guy, or a, a what is it, twenty-five million dollar a year guy. It's a lot, but he's been good, good enough to really support. Uh, again, Joel Embiid has been doing exactly what he needs to do this playoff series. They know that they're going to key on him, key in on him because of his matchup, and so he's not taking the bait. He's been more willing to pass the ball and dish it out than I've ever seen him in any uh, playoff previous. He's had, I think, one big game um, because they were just giving it to him. But every other every other game that he's been playing in, I see him see the double team and get it out quick. Um, so props to uh, props to him on that one. A little bit of a little nervous that it's a three-one lead, and we all know how Doc Rivers can do. With <laughs> leads, but, we all know um, his his caliber. It's uh, it's still kind of cool to to uh, see them find some success. I, I think James Harden is definitely going to have to pick up the slack in round two if they're going to try to you know take off one of these much more put together teams. Yeah, Toronto is definitely not a team that should be giving them if they win game five like they're. As they're playing right now, I that could be real trouble for them, uh, just from a mental st- standpoint. I think they're one team that could they t- tighten up a little bit. Easy. They go back to Toronto for Game Six. Yep. You, you know that place that we know that place will be rocking. Well, Toronto's got a fourteen point lead right now, halfway through the second. So if they lose tonight, but I think this but as we game. have seen this playoffs and what is my opinion the best series so far, and we'll get to it. 14-point lead, you ain't safe. No. <laughs> you are not even You are not even close to safe. <laughs> All right, so that moves us to Milwaukee, Chicago, who kind of an interesting s- series because Milwaukee just barely squeaked out game one. Just barely. And then tr- Chicago got game two, and Chris Middleton um, has a sprained MCL in game two. And then in game three and four, Milwaukee's bench, I mean, Giannis was Giannis, Drew Holly was Drew Holly, but Milwaukee's bench finally showed up. Grayson Allen showed up at Chicago. And I don't know if if you haven't followed the NBA season, (laughs) there's some beef there. With Grayson Allen had a Grayson Allen-esque foul on a Chicago player. I think it was in Milwaukee, yeah. Eric his wrist and... Caruso was out for, what, six weeks, six, eight weeks. Six, eight weeks. And then he came back, and Vucevic got him real hard when they were playing at Chicago. And Grayson Allen has been getting booed the hell out of it. And he has shown up, and the Bucks have routed the Bulls ever, two straight games in Chicago. The Bulls, I don't think – or I'm sorry, the Bucks, I don't – no, I'll say it again. The Bulls, I don't think, ever watched a Duke game where Grayson Allen played because the louder that you booed that guy, the better he played. Just shut up. He'll go away if you don't say shit to him. But you start feeding into him, man. He loves that. He's JJ Redick, man. You start booing the guy, he's going to get hot. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, so the first game, Milwaukee won 93 close game. Game two, Bulls won 114 110. Last two games, Milwaukee 111 81, a 30 point win. 119 195, a 24 point win. Just. And that one win that the Bulls did have, Marta Rosen shot unreal. Like he was like the whole game plan was mid range, mid range, mid range, mid range. It's what was open, and they love taking it. So, and 
when we shoot those kind of uh, numbers, that's, that's going to happen. So do you foresee this one going to six? So what they're, uh, well, so game, game five is back in Milwaukee. Yeah. They've played better on the Bulls court. Um, so I, I, I don't think it is. I think Milwaukee's kind of found their rhythm here and is starting to play a little better. Kind of, I think they found out, okay, like how are we going to win without Chris Middleton? Middleton? I think Giannis was just like, well, I guess it's on me until he gets back. Yep. And I think it's just it, – I don't think the Bulls are built overly well to stop I'm going to zag on you here. I'm going to go with the Bulls taking it to seven. And to seven? You think they're going to get two in a row? I think they're going to get it two. I'm sorry. I think they're going to get to six. They're going to get to six. I think they're going to get to six. And the reason why is just more of numbers game. I think that they can put up some decent numbers for you know, Grayson Allen can have a couple of good games. But eventually, I think there's enough star power on the Bulls that they can still. Oh yeah, I, I, I still push it to six. Th- there's enough star power on the Bulls, I think, to win any series against any team. Yeah, there just is. I maybe maybe Milwaukee's doing something defensively that is really throwing the Bulls for a loop. I haven't been able to yeah, watch. Playing Giannis on the couple weeks. Uh, well, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Andrew Holiday, and, and and what's what's bad? What's rough for the Bulls is that kind of the same situation with. Um, God, who else's guard is out? Devin Booker. No, I I can't remember what it is, but you know you so Lonzo's out, their main ball handler. Yeah. So okay, who's next? That means Levine is the next kind of like not ball handler, but now it's like all of a sudden you're not worried about Drew Holiday guarding Caruso per se. Oh, now we get to go put Drew Holiday on Zach Levine, whereas normally he'd probably be on Lonzo. Yeah. So I think that's. Moving, I think that's. I think that's because now you're moving the your Bucks primary defender to to one of your primary offensive yes, guys. Yes, and I think that in favor has significantly helped the Bucks. Yeah, because now instead of having Wes Matthews, Pat Connington, Grayson Allen on Zach Levine, you get an all defense, all NBA defensive player in Drew Holiday on Zach Levine. He's not on a great series. He is not. Um, no. And then you can put Giannis on Vooch. You can put Giannis on DeRozan. And have Ibaka or Lopez on Vooch. Or or Portis. Yeah, he hasn't done as much as I thought he would when he got traded. But maybe in a different matchup. Um, I think he's probably going to get some more minutes with the Celtics. Because I'd like to rotate all three of those centers. And maybe Ibaka is better on one versus the other. You know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's been a, I'll say, exciting series nonetheless. With that one win for, uh, for the Bulls. Um, but... You're saying Bucks and five. I'm going to um, Bucks yeah. and six. Yeah, I'm going to say Bucks are going to close closer on out in uh, on Wednesday night. All right. So that that wraps up. Two, say that go. wraps up the the East. We got three series left. Um, Who did I miss in the East other than the Jazz and the Mavs and then the uh, T Wolves and the Grizz? Suns. Oh, no! How did I miss Suns that? Suns-New That's one of my favorite ones, So, too. all three that we have left oh. to talk about are both tied up 2-2. Two to two. Um, And they're all good matchups. Yeah, so, where, it, so where do you want, which one do you want to start with? I'm going to go with, again, one that's... Oh, this is going to be... Okay. I could have egg on my face after this. And I... Kind of hope that I do, but 
the next easiest matchup is going to be the Suns versus the Pelicans. The Suns are probably going to win this. They've got... They're the fucking Suns. They're, they're really fucking good. But I'm kind of hoping that the, that the Pelicans can, can draw this out to seven. I think that would be so fun. Just watching this team... Ah, who knew, man? Who knew CJ McCollum would make this a fun team to watch? Yeah. Like, what the hell? They don't, they don't even have Zion, and I love watching them play. They, they, they don't have Zion. Devontae Graham is almost non-existent, and we thought he was going to be... Well, who cares about Graham? No, no, yeah, but, but I, yes, I think, yes, I think yes, when, yes. When, I, I when you jettison Lonzo and other guard depth and you brought in Devontae Graham, the idea was probably, okay, he's going to be more a part of the offense because he was coming off a good couple years with Charlotte, and it's like... Apparently, yeah, that's an exciting series. I think it's also highlighted like Devin Booker's hamstring strain that obviously cannot be overlooked. No, no. Um, CP3 not playing, I don't want to say overly well, maybe just not as assertive as I thought he would be when Devin Booker went down. I think he's still dishing it out, but you know, I kind yeah. of, I kind of felt like he would take over he's a game seven. or two. Yeah, but his I mean, he's caliber he's, player, he's going to get to that he's, elbow it's the first jumper. Round, man. It's the first round. I know, but it doesn't it doesn't mean shit if you don't get out of it. Fair. You got to get out of it. Fair, but he is a man about pacing himself. He will wait 3 quarters before he really asserting his dominance in fourth quarter rolls around. He is going to let you know who he is. I mean, since Devin Booker got hurt, they've Lost by 11, won by 3, lost by 15. So I don't know exactly what Devin Booker... I knew it was at least two I knew it was at least two games. At least. Was yeah. his timetable. And hamstrings are one of those funky things where it can be a week or yeah. it can be a month. Um, so... What if... Now, I don't think this is going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to say it. Just keep moving. Keep moving. I don't want to be that cl- cliche guy. Um, but no, I mean, I think it's, you know, I, you, you, I think you got, they got to get more out of Miles Bridges. They got to get more out of Cam Johnson. DeAndre Ayton has been, been good. Been great. Yeah. I mean, they, they haven't shot overly well and that's kind of a big issue. I think Johnson the, four for 12 bridges, four for 11. I think and Orleans, Chris Paul two for eight. Shooting, and, 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 These yeah. guys have been doing great. Yeah. I mean that, yeah, that last game was Brandon Ingram playing like, like he he is of that class. He was in the same class as Jason Tatum. He was in the same class as Donovan Mitchell. Mm. He does not get no. He was before. Pretty sure he was before. You sure? Yeah, wasn't he? Because yeah, because I don't think he is, man. It went Marco Fultz number one. It went mm. Brandon Ingram number two. It went Josh Jackson was three, wasn't he? Four. Uh, Jason Tatum was number three. That's right. No, you're right. You're right. Four was Josh Jackson. Five may have been. I want to say a Kings player, probably. The bad. Was that really was that Fox's year? Probably the Yeah, it was Fox because uh, okay, yeah, yeah, it was Never Fox. Mind. So he's not that. Um, Brandon Ingram playing like he is of the caliber of those guys in that draft class. Marco Fultz injury, of course, we put him aside. Josh Jackson bust, put him aside. Uh, Booker, Booker has been um, ruled out for game game five. Ooh. So no Booker for game five. Bull, uh, just not to go back too far, but Alex Caruso and concussion protocol ahead of game five for the 
Bucks Bulls game. So right, nope, give it to the give it to Bucks. If Alex Crusoe doesn't play, that team is fucked. Hey, they don't have really have a point guard. Well, they don't have a heart. That's true. That's, That's the heart. They don't have the bald right eagle. Bald eagle, fly, fly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, it's this next game sets the tone for the series. Which one? The the sun, Suns. Yeah, Suns. Pelicans. I had no because, idea it was going to be this interesting of a series. I'm because because if you if you if the Suns win, okay, maybe we you know give Booker you know another another couple nights. If the Pelicans win, then then the Suns yeah. have to look are, like where yet Booker? Can we win another game without you? Where like can we can we get seventy percent of you for ten minutes? Like what? If, Can we get you at least as a decoy? Like it, it's. Ah, man, I, I, I hate. Even I, I, about it too far. I, think, I think the winner of Game Five takes the series. Yeah, it's a big game. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah. Where, what do you think Sam's take is on this game on this series? You know what it is. It's just bad shooting. We'll be fine. Chris Paul's going to do his thing. I mean. <laughs> no. Okay. How about this? Let me let me ask you this. And I, I was going to avoid doing it, but just uh, we're going to put this one out there for Mr. Sam Hyde, if he ever uh, listens to this cast, to to say, to call in for, for next time to give us his piece on this. The, New- the, the Phoenix Suns are one injury away from losing to a play-in team. Why? Is it that the Pelicans are that after, good? After he's been... S- or the Suns or the are Suns. that bad? Yeah, or or is or is their starting six? Start if they're starting five plus two bench players, very good. Jose Alvarado, but, man. But at, yeah, <laughs> but but after that, are they in trouble? Yeah, because I know Sam likes to boast about how good the roster is. Which they, I th- I and think it's, it's a good solid, roster. But I and I get when you lose they a star player. I, I and I get when you lose a star player, it's hard. But also, you can't just go piping around about how good the roster is and then. Lose a series to a play-in team, who was the second to, second to last play-in team in. They had to play two extra games. So, this this could have been the Lakers, probably punching the air right now for giving up on the season. But uh, yeah, all right, all right. Well, that you okay? So let me just get this straight. Suns and Pelicans and you're just gonna stick with whoever wins Game Five. Is yep. All right, whoever wins tomorrow night. I'm still gonna give to the Suns. Uh, I'm gonna put it in six. Six. All right. No. No. Yeah. Six. All right. Two series left. Um, I would say for any one of the any fan base, I would say. No, go to the. You know which one's going next. I was going to say Utah Dallas. Yes, yeah, that's the one that's And going. that's what I'm trying to like verbalize how like Utah is if any fan base right now is thinking oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit besides Brooklyn it's Utah cuz you're tied up in a series where Luka Doncic only played one game so far out of four and you've lost twice to Jalen Brunson. There's a game where Rudy Gobert took one shot total. And they won that game. And it's the same, you know, Utah, here we go. It kind of feels like they're the next po- Portland's made its move. They got McCollum out of. They said enough of this running it back. Is it Utah's time if they have an early playoff exit here? The media outlet, us excluded because we have not pushed for this once this year. I will 
We can go back and check the tapes to blow up the Jazz. Granted, I would love to see that. I am not one who's just going to say blow it up because it's getting tired and boring to watch. I think they have assembled a great duo of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. If they can't play together, what the hell is we wrong and now I we have had this conversation because I think we have had the conversation of Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. You split them up. Which one would you keep? That We've had that conversation. Conversation. Okay. Okay. So. Call me a liar. And I said, I know I said Donovan Mitchell. I don't remember what you and Sam said. I would say probably. But I know one of you went Gobert. Definitely Sam went Gobert if only one of us did. If I, if you ask me that today, who I would keep? Ah, man. I'm going to still have to. And the reason you, I, I will say Donovan Mitchell is not the typical. Because I, I don't like Rudy Gobert. I do think he provides value. Do I think he's a defensive player of the year every single year? No, I don't. But I think that you can, it's very difficult for me to find somebody with the drive of Donovan Mitchell. I'm getting a little bit concerned by the way that he's able to work with other players and his cohesiveness. I don't know if that has anything to do with how many times he passes the ball to Rudy Gobert. I don't know if that has anything to do with how they've been able, what kind of a leader he is. Yeah. When he has run the underdog, he, yeah, he he has run a more ball dominant offense since he broke out into stardom in the league. He, I think, he's been a ball dominant player. Maybe not to some of the levels that like Trey Young can get, or sometimes James Harden would get. Um, but he's up there. But he's up there, and he's also not as good a shooter as those two. Still a fantastic player, and may, maybe that's something. That mature, comes with more maturity um, from him. Maybe he's still a relatively young player, but you know, because he came out with he came out in the Ben Simmons draft class, right? Because because nope. I thought there was the rookie of the year conversation. But why was it such a conversation? Oh, that's right, because Ben Simmons. Wow, another shocker to fit Ben Simmons' mold. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting a year. Yeah, right? Okay. So, here's my last take on what the Jazz should do. Keep them together and actually do a rebuild around the margins. Like, you can't just bring in Rudy Gay or Jermichael Green and expect everything to work out. Like, you actually have to get perimeter defenders like Reggie Bullock or Wes Matthews or... Like what, what else? these guys aren't high dollar guys. They, they, they also to get they also them. don't have a ton of depth, At especially all. with Joe Ingles getting hurt. The, really, the only scorer off is your normal is Clarkson. Oh, bogey. No, he starts. Oh, you're Bogdanovich sorry, starts. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're, uh, yeah. Off the bench. Yeah, with with Ingles getting hurt, it's they just... made an acquisition for to when they traded out Joe Ingles. They did bring in what's his name, uh, Kyra Lewis. No. Uh, no, Walker, they, Alexander Walker. Yeah, which Nikhil and he barely plays. No, he doesn't play because he's not very good right now. But they do need to develop the hell out of him and hope that he can become a scorer. Yeah, because I think um, I don't. It, it, the Jazz just kind of feels stuck sometimes because it's like, all right, Donovan Mitchell's in, he's got the ball sixty percent of the time. Jordan Clarkson comes in, he's got the ball seventy percent of the time. The final works. Stick with it for as many years as they can and only build around the margins. It's not a, a model that I think doesn't work, but it hasn't won them a championship. So it's probably going to be a little And and the years they've done well, they've, as you said, been the underdog team. 
Yeah. Those are the years they've done well. Yeah. Not the year when they were the number Favorites, one. The number yeah, one. the number one seed. Not that year. They're, yeah, they're they're choking a three to one game, three one series lead to the Denver to Denver. So, uh, talk so a, yeah, talking a little bit about the Ma- other side of things. Yeah, I say Mavs, a team that I don't think has ever been the favorite coming into a playoff game. No, and, and I still, I you know, and I look at the roster, and I'm just like, yeah, you have Luca Brunson's obviously shined, but I'm still like, eh, on the roster, but it's they're playing well and they're fine, they're getting. It, fe- it almost feels like they're getting a top end out of all of their players right now because you you know they're I'm playing at their max. Yes, I agree. You know Brunson's playing the best basketball he's ever played. You're getting you know I mean all their you're getting good minutes out of Dorian Finney Smith, Kleba, Powell, Reggie Bullock, Dinwiddie's like surprisingly not playing great. Neither is like Davis Bertans if playing at all. It's it's a short rotation. They don't play a lot of people, but but you're playing against a team that has a blueprint to defeat them, and they can succeed in that area. That area being spread three. You can play small ball. You can play uh, quick, and you pull if you pull the drop defense out, which is Rudy Gobert. You have an opportunity to either a kick it around, drive and and score or kick it around, drive, pass, pass, pass until you have an open three or a wide open three. Yeah. Um, granted, maybe they're going to have one of those huge 2018 Houston Rocket Nights where they just miss 20-some threes. But if they continue to do this with a tied series I and a, even a 50 to a 75% Luka Doncic, I mean, I don't... I'd I'm say he's at least that. He had, he had 30 in his, for, in his, in his last game. Who did? Yeah, Luca. His first many? first game back, he had thirty. Holy shit! Uh, it was a th- uh, yeah, it was a thirty ten and ten triple double in his first game back. <laughs> Stats don't matter. Stats don't matter. And they lost by one point. <laughs> Who did? The D- Dallas. Luca's first game back. Oh, they lost that game. They lost by one point. I thought you said the series was tied. It is. Oh fuck! It's they two lost two. two games to legit Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I this is a very intriguing series because now that Luca's back with Dallas being able to steal two games, even though they lost by one on their own court. That's rough. But I uh, you know, I kinda see Dallas going through. And I and I and it blows my mind because every time I look at the roster I'm just like There's no yeah. Who are they going to do? Who are they going to play? But I guess, also, if, you, play I guess if you also look forever. at the Jazz ro- roster, you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's got two, but where's three, four, five, six, and seven? Neither <laughs> one of us think that either of these teams are coming out of the second round is what I'm hearing. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Which brings agree. us to our last team. Yep. Last um, matchup. Yes. Probably and the most interesting, enticing one that in, I think Interesting, worked. and I, I think it's... It's be- is the it's exclusivity be- of it too? You think that maybe it's 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 the two two of the youngest teams there. It's been hard to watch, man. You can't even get this freaking channel. Was it NBA TV? I, they're on. You're gonna be on TNT tomorrow, which is nice. But I swear, sometimes I'm like looking through the games. I'm like, oh, NBA TV can't. You know, not on main, not on my ESPN Plus subscription. Can't watch that one. Yeah. But it's Minnesota, Memphis, two young teams. I think there's been some interesting storylines between the two. 
obviously because of the younger players, but you've got, like, people gluing themselves to the court. You've got people chaining themselves to the basketball. you got a guard spearing another um, protester at Minnesota's uh, arena. You've got... Great basketball going on here. Yeah, there is. You've got <laughs> Cat's dad and, um, yeah. and Jaws dad getting interviewed on live television and shit-talking each other on live <laughs> television. And then you got Minnesota blowing two 26-point leads to Memphis and losing a game. But I, it's just a fun... Two 26-point leads. In the same game. In so, the second quarter and the fourth. But I just think it's been a fun series. I mean, Cat hasn't played overly well in the playoffs. It's the second time there, man. What can you expect? Yeah, yeah. It, but, you know, it's... It's just a fun series right now. It's, I've been you know, really enjoying watching this one when I've been able to. Um... Yeah, there's been some BS on the on the peripherals, um, but what's been really cool to see is the way that the Timberwolves have been guarding and getting just as physical with the Grizzlies. I think uh, the Grizzlies have been one of the more boisterous teams this year with how they've been trash-talking, how physical they are. Um, like you said, they're young, they've got a lot of energy to fly around, and they do really well in the transition. What this series has shown us is that the Timberwolves are just as fine with getting physical. Hell, man, they will push it to the next level. The number all but one biggest gripe, I suppose, with this series has been the refereeing. And I'm not gonna beat this dead horse, but if you're gonna if you're gonna call the game a certain way, that's fine. Call it consistently throughout. Don't change your mind the third at the <laughs> third quarter or in the fourth quarter. To me, that's just that's annoying. Also, if you're going to call everything, I'm going to turn the game off. Yeah. If I'm going to have to watch, then go shoot free throws for 43 times in a, in a half. Yeah. 43. Then I'm going to turn it off. I can go watch golf. I don't care. I think what's interesting is that Stephen Adams is virtually been played out of this series. By well, that's not super surprising. Uh, he has is it? He, no, no, but he was their starter the entire season. They would run him and Jaron Jackson Jr. together, and run Jaron Jackson Jr. at the four. And they're kind of, I think, because of the the floor spacing of the Minnesota Bigs. Yeah, Steve Mansing played out. I don't know how big of a factor that we is. talked about their uh, versatility. But yeah, I said you, you still have Brandon Clark and Kyle Anderson and Jaron Jackson Jr. and Xavier Xavier Tillman who are all not I mean some of them are like stretch but they're all they're they're more athletic. Than, That's it, man. They're just and they're, they're, they're faster, they're younger. Face. Yeah, they're not, you know, weighed down by 600 pounds of muscle and like you know, Stephen I, Adams I, I is. Love, I love the Kiwi, man. Stephen Adams is probably top 5 favorite players of mine. Yeah. Skills aside, like that guy is awesome. Yeah, so I can not a skill set to be guard stretches. Yeah, so they're going they're going back to Memphis for game five. Timberwolves won the last game by one point. Jaw had a bad game, shot very inefficiently. So I I hope the Grizzlies win. I, I'm happy with either one. Um, because I think it's going to be good to see a young younger team kind of just, you know, be up next. Yeah. Um, I'd like way, to. I, I, yeah. Either either way, but I mean, I'd like to see the Grizzlies. I think they have the higher ceiling, um, just because I think that their con- continuity is better. Now the Timberwolves did make a good stretch to get into the playoffs, a good push. Um, I'm 
I'm I, I, the the NBA wants the Grizzlies because they want to put Jaw against you know Curry or something or Jaw against I'm gonna Booker. Again, man. I'm gonna zag. I want the Timberwolves to win. This you want one. the T Wolves? I'll tell you why. Anthony Edwards has brought me back from the Anthony Edwards hate train, which last year I wasn't like wildly inefficient the, on a lot of shots. Is I how wasn't it was the conductor of it, but I was definitely riding that train. Like, you, man, you were in the front overrated. car. You were in the front car. Uh, maybe the second car. Maybe second the front car. car. Okay. Anthony Edwards is electrifying. Yeah. Does he? T- and believe me, you know my type of players. Electrifying efficiency is not the first thing on their mind. That's true. That's true. If, 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 you, if, you, you, if you look at every starting point guard in these playoffs right now, the two most like Russell Westbrook are John Morant and Anthony Edwards. <laughs> Without a doubt. Well, I won't. You know, comments on that one, but the uh, the just to see them, if he, I think he's going to supplant the team as the leader of that team, and he's going to do it quick because it's definitely not Carl Anthony Towns, it's definitely not D'Angelo Russell, it's definitely right now the leader of that team is Patrick fucking Beverly. After one season, he is the leader of that team. It needs to be Anthony Edwards. This guy. Flies. He the, brings people. The only to thing I seats. I'm not sure if that's him because and obviously people can change, but that's not what he was at Georgia, and he was clearly the number one guy at Georgia in college, oh. and that college team well underperformed for the season. Well underperformed. Underperformed. There's many reasons for that. I'm not going to draw the parallels for college and in, in, in the NBA because there's not a lot of them. The quality of teams, the quality of teammates. His level as a player, I think he's made a lot of improvements already. Oh, I, I, yeah, I think he's he's I think he's picking his shots better. He's obviously shooting more efficiently. Like last year, it was like, oh, uh, Anthony Edwards, another four for eighteen night. And yeah. It's like, oh boy, he's definitely going to have the trajectory. Gro- of growing pains, growing pains. Of honestly, he gets he gets a lot of comparisons to like Michael Jordan. Funny enough, I think he's more like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, yeah, also to mention, uh, just I think as accolades come up in the series, Ja most improved player. Did he now? Mm-hmm. Good, good. That one makes yep. sense. That one makes sense. I, I think there were a lot of good candidates this year. To be there honest, were, there. I were. think I think you can even look at Garland. You can look at Miles Bridges. You could look at Anthony Edwards. I think I think there were a lot of good candidates. I think that was a a fine choice. I don't think that is. Thrown. I don't think th- people are up in arms about that choice. A lot of people got- I, I think the biggest one that you could have arms about is Rookie of the Year, but that's just because it was a good battle for Rookie of the Year. And you have a lot yeah. of people who, oh, Kate Cunningham's got the big numbers, but it's like, yeah, but he was inefficient and sucked in the first half of the season. Or, you know, look at Mobley's defensive you know, presence and whatnot, and his rebounds, and then Scotty Barnes is kind of a, a middle good mix of, of all that. But I thought, you know, I think the... It's going to be one of those where we look back and like, yeah, I'm, even looking back at the LeBron-Carmelo race for Rookie of the Year, people still say yeah, Melo should have won that one. But obviously now having the, the benefit of hindsight, we can tell that the real better player won Rookie of the Year. But you, can have, you can have one magical year and one Rookie of the Year. You don't necessarily, <laughs> yeah, look at Tiger Gibbons. Uh, you don't necessarily have to be the best player to win Rookie of the Year. You, it's a good litmus test, and it's a good you know way to, to put a feather in your cap, if you will. And in general, those players have been good. E- even on years where people are like, well, I guess it's this guy, kind of looking at the Malcolm Brogdon. 
yeah. wasn't a overly deep class. Brogdon's still a very solid player. Yeah. So. Michael, Car- Michael Carter Williams. What the hell? I mean, yeah. He's not as much given where, you know, what he was in high school and coming out of Syracuse and whatnot. But. Either way, I think it's going to be a great season or a great series, uh, continuing the series between the Grizz and uh, the Timberwolves. I'm hoping for the Timberwolves. You're hoping for the Grizzlies. Yeah, like John Morant. It's, I mean, John Morant's pretty freaking awesome, man. He's, you haven't worn the jersey. Where's the jersey? I know. And he also got a root for, I mean, a guy who's like, they're small market. And then there's Ohio Valley Conference. Ooh, yeah. And that's where Murray State is. Like, Curry's small market playing at Davidson. And, well, not small, non-Power 5 playing at Davidson. Yeah. And then there's, like, the step below. You have your Atlantic 10, your American Conference, you know, like the Cincinnati's, the Dayton's, the Xavier's of the world, the SMU's, Houston, who's had a great run here. And then you have Murray State playing Moorhead State and Cleveland State and Detroit and Oakland. Detroit State? Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's a rough conference, yes. let me tell you. And, you know, it's just good to see a guy from like a real small school. Kind of a little bit, you know, like Lehigh or, um, you know, where the McCollum and Dame go. You know, like, oh, like yeah. small-ass schools. Dame. CJ went to Lehigh. Yeah, uh, Dame went, I thought Damien went to not Nevada. It was that? a small school. Yeah, but you know, it's, I just I just like to see it. like to see that. You do love to see that because I also like parody and college basketball better. All right, last uh, last question I'm going to ask you here of the first round series, all of them. What's been your favorite so far? Uh, Grizzlies. Grizzlies. T Wolves. Yeah, that's your favorite series. Yep. Okay. But I think the Pelicans one can get. I'm fun. going Pelicans Suns on that one. That one to me has just been yeah. a lot of fun. That one can. That, I think that one's gotten fun with. You know, you never want to see a guy get injured. Obviously. No, no. But even when he did get injured, that first half from Devin Booker was looking like it was going to be another 60 point game from him. Yeah, he was on fire, and he's going to come back. He's going to come back strong. I think they're going to make it through. He may not come back to the Western Conference Finals. They got to get there. Suck. They got to get there. Who would they play then? They play eventually, and the next would be the four or five. So that's the Dallas. That's the Dallas. Okay, well, even then, Suns versus Dallas without Devin Booker. That's true. That's true. Really that, that's that's not an awful matchup. Or even or, better for or, the Suns. Yeah, you play Utah. Utah. That's gonna be a oh yeah. That'd be a sweep. That's bold. We'll see. If, we'll see if that happens. That would be a sweep. I'm gonna call that right. All now. right. Uh, but that's pretty much... Uh, watch, watch Utah sweep, Phoenix. It, okay, if that happens, <laughs> if Utah sweeps Phoenix, I will shave my mustache. All right, you heard it here, folks, guys. A gentleman's agreement. Huzzah! <laughs> but if that's the case, <laughs> that's that would be on... I mean, both teams got. In, both teams are in barbang of a series right now, so they got to get through their own, their first round anyway. So <laughs> yeah. both, uh, both are sitting at two two. So we'll see if that happens. But um, <laughs> yeah, that'll uh, that'll do it for us now on our, our quick catch up here. We'll be back soon uh, next time to to cover. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do more and a preview of the second round here. Oh, I like that. I like that. We'll do a little preview and probably come back to you after a few of the games of or series have finished up. So until then, 
Peace.